This is a podcast from ABC Radio Overnights. I'm Rod Quinn. It is time for our weekly look at the world of health and fitness with Professor Gordon Lynch at the University of Melbourne. Gordon, good morning. Good morning, Rod. Now, Gordon, there have been many, many medical suggestions that have been made over the years uh, that you've reported on. This one is, I suppose, something that is going to make people feel better, but does it have a medicinal effect? And it's something that, well, millions of Australians do every day. It is, and we're talking about drinking tea, um, having a cuppa. And and as I've uh, reported many times, tea drinking uh, is said to be something that's very good for your health, and there are various reasons why that. We think about you know, all varieties of, of tea. They actually come from a single plant, and the reason why they have the health properties is that they contain very powerful antioxidants. Now, our bodies produce oxidants called free radicals, and they're molecules that are extremely unstable. They, they damage cells, and they damage the genetic material. And the damage caused by these free radicals is believed to contribute to ageing and, and many diseases, including you know, cancers. So to protect itself, the body makes and uses you know, these antioxidants, which sort of scavenge and, and control the, these oxidants. So tea contains many what we call antioxidant polyphenols. They're called catechins. They're compounds found in a variety of plants. Specifically, these polyphenol compounds are called flavonoids. They're very powerful antioxidants. Green tea contains the most of these catechins, these flavonoids, followed by oolong and black tea. But they're also found in apples and nuts, citrus fruits and berries and, and so on. But so for the you know for, for general health, but particularly for the cardiovascular system, these flavonoids um, you know help you know the system by preventing this oxidation, especially for cholesterol, the low density, the, the sort of bad cholesterol, the low density lipoprotein that can you know lead to development of hardening and thickening of the arteries. Flavonoids could improve the ability of the blood vessels to relax. That's really important for blood flow to allow things to go unimpeded. And it also may have anti-clotting effects on the blood. So all of these different properties of flavonoids can come from different different foods. And, and it's not just about teas, black, green and others, but it could be from other, other, other foods as well. So some very interesting properties within foods, plant chemicals that can have health effects. So you say they all come from the same leaf, but are there differences between green tea, black tea, and all those many, many different flavours? Earl Grey, English breakfast, Australian afternoon, Irish breakfast, Lapsang Souchong, all those sorts of Mm. things, the many, many, many. And you see some stores these days totally devoted to tea, and you have many, many different types of teas or flavours of teas on supermarket shelves as well. Is there anything different amongst them or are you urging people to drink black tea, just plain black tea? No, I think we're talking about it has to come from a certain tea variety. So there are many types of flavoured teas that you see on the shelves that actually don't contain tea. But um, you know, They you know, don't contain about, tea? Well, not always. They, they might contain other sort of flavourings and other things from different fruits and, and other things that which contribute. So there are other, other things that may not be classified as tea which get marketed as tea. But if we think about tea as the, as the, as the core, you know, there are, you said various types. They all come from the same. They've, they're oxidised in different ways to produce different varieties. 
Green tea seemingly has very high levels of these flavonoids, but you know, closely followed by black tea and another variety. So it's just about what we would be consuming within the diet. And many people, many Australians have tea as a staple as, as, as what they would consume mm. once, twice or many times a day. And that may have, especially uh, the, the flavonoid content may be health producing. And that's mm. what the, the focus of a particular study was just recently. Because of our heritage, it's fair to say that Australians drank more tea because the British drank tea. But over the last couple of decades, three or four decades perhaps, coffee has become more prevalent in Australian life. And you see coffee stands and baristas everywhere these days. And tea kind of takes a back seat. But it's fair to say that tea is probably healthier for you than coffee. Well, there are certainly health properties within coffee as well because it has many plant chemicals, many of which have been identified, many of which haven't been identified. So we're learning more about the health benefits of consuming coffee and, and also, as, as this latest research is showing, uh, about the health benefits of tea as well. So this has come from a new study, an Australian study. What were they looking at and what did they find? Yeah, this is from the Edith Cowan University in Perth. It's a study that was supported by the Australia's Heart Foundation. It was a study on over 800 elderly women, 881 women. They were part of a study, it's called the Perth Longitudinal Study of Aging Women. And the sort of the median age is around about 80 years of age. And they were thinking uh, of, of this particular type of health condition called abdominal aortic calcification where the largest the largest artery in the body uh, can become calcified with age and, and with over, over the lifespan it can become stiffer because of this calcification and that could you know um, it's because it supplies blood from the heart to the abdominal organs and the lower limbs it's a predictor of cardiovascular risk from your know, heart attack and stroke and it's also been found to be a reliable predictor of late life dementia as well so this calcification of this important uh, uh, you know, blood vessel in the body uh, was the focus of the study and what they looked at was whether tea drinking and that was because of the age of the, of, of, of the of the of the women typically tea was was the main flavonoid containing combo but there are other other things as well black tea um, was found to be associated with significantly lower odds of having this extensive calcification of the abdominal aorta so compared with people that didn't drink the tea those that had two to six cups of tea a day had between a 16 and a 42 percent less chance of having this extensive calcification of this important uh, blood vessel so it was an interesting study. They did, you know, it was about questionnaires and looked at all the different intakes of the foods and, and including tea intake. And they also did this sophisticated imaging of this particular vessel to, so that they could see whether the calcification was it extensive or had it was it uh, in the early stages and so on. So what they did over the over the, over the course of this study was look at these images, look at the the, the food intake and the, and the tea intake, and came up with these uh, different results which showed that the, there was a certain health benefit associated with drinking tea. Gordon Lynch is our guest talking tea this morning as we talk health and fitness. Of course, a lot of people add sugar or they add milk or other things to their tea. What does that do? Does that negate the health effects of the tea? Well, there have been studies in the past. I have, I've reported over, over you know, many of these studies you know, uh, over the years. Typically, 
adding the milk and adding the sugar starts to reduce the health benefits because you know, you're, you're sort of diluting the effect. Certainly black tea um, was, was the focus of this study, you know, likely because of, the, as I mentioned, the age of the participants. Um, but I, I think if we think about tea in general, um, it's, you know, the intake of green tea has been increasing a, over the years as well. We're getting more aware about the health benefit, benefits of tea. This was a study focused on an older population, but there are benefits, I think, that would be accumulating if we start to have tea as part of our, of our diet. So keeping it pure, I think, without the, the milk and the sugar is, is the, certainly the way to go for the health benefit. Okay. I don't drink tea. So if I don't drink tea, how do I get these health benefits without drinking tea? Yeah, uh, that's, that's a very good point. And, and the researchers did cover this because what they found was a higher non-tea flavonoid intake also appeared to protect against this extensive calcification of this major artery. So it implied that you know, flavonoids from other sources other than, than black tea may also be protective. So if you're not, not a tea drinker, if, if you're getting flavonoids from these other foods then that would also be effective so it could be you know non-tea drinkers that you mentioned of that age group but other population young people um, maybe people from other countries black tea mightn't be their main source of flavonoids that's okay um, if we've got a variety of choices of flavonoid containing foods to choose from as usual though it's not just one magic pill or magic food or magic drink, magic beverage in this case, that is going to give you good health. What else are we talking about here? What can you add to the tea or what can you do in addition to drinking tea to get the maximum benefit? Yeah, so you know, we mentioned about green tea and black tea containing flavonoids, but there's also foods like cherries and raspberries and strawberries, black grapes, apples, pears, broad beans, red wine and dark chocolate. They're all high have high con content of flavonoids. So if you're not drinking black tea or green tea, there are other choices. But I, I wanted to emphasize, right, you know, we have these high-containing foods for flavonoids. Oh, I should consume more of these foods or consume more black tea, and that's going to be good. You know, we hear these sorts of findings. I think it's tempting to think, well, just eating or drinking more of these con you know, sorts of foods will cancel out the not-so-good habits. But it, you know, it just doesn't work that way. Ideally... I think we should be trying to look at the, the big picture, looking at the whole health picture, the foods we eat over the course of the week, the activity patterns that we're incorporating every day, every month, over the course of the year, what's accumulating daily, weekly, monthly, and so on. It's how we rest and recharge through better sleep habits. It could be minimizing stress and anxiety you know if we're making sure that we're stimulating our minds and, and engaging respectfully with others through conversation and other things all of those things it's 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 meant to be a total package approach to health not just about how much green tea or black tea we're consuming i think these this is an important study the results are showing interesting findings that's adding to our knowledge about the importance of say flavonoids in our diet which can contribute to healthier eating and, and better health overall but I remember it, it's it's part of a bigger picture and we need to look at that and see the see the board for what it is and try and, and incorporate as many of these positive lifestyle habits for a, you know the overall view of better health okay anyone who would like to ask gordon a question or ask him to uh, talk about a particular subject topic here on overnights 
the best way to contact him is on Twitter, at Gordon S. Lynch, at Gordon S. Lynch. You can uh, retweet articles to him. You can just ask him a specific question. You can say, hey, could you please have a look at this on uh, the Health and Fitness Report here on ABC Radio overnight. And Gordon will be only too pleased to reply to you and uh, to take those ideas on board. Gordon, thank you very much for that. We will talk to you same time next week. Thanks a lot, Rod. Gordon Lynch, Health and Fitness. And that was another podcast from ABC Radio Overnights. I'm Rod Quinn. Thanks for listening.